You're listening to Raw with Marty Gallagher, J.P. Bryce, and Jim Steele, brought to you by Iron Company. If you enjoy our podcast, please share the link and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. We appreciate it. Well, now we're into November. The holidays are coming. The new year is right around the corner. So today we wanted to discuss prepping for the new year. A lot of people out there set New Year's resolutions to lose weight, eat better, pack on some muscle or whatever. Most of the times these well-intended wishes backfire and go up in smoke because they're just that, a wish and not an actual plan. Do you have an overarching goal for yourself uh, in the new year? Well, how about doing something different this year, like getting the results you seek and holding on to them throughout the new year? I thought it would be interesting to have Marty and Jim reverse engineer some hypothetical goals and give us a plan to follow for each one. So that's what I'm going to do with you guys. I'm just going to throw you some, some hypothetical people and we're going to reverse engineer it because there's going to be a lot of people out there um, that, that these hypothetical, uh, you know, uh, people match and they're going to say, Oh yeah, I kind of uh, resemble that description. This is a plan for me and they'll follow it. And uh, maybe they'll get some results. That's the, that's the goal here today. So what do you guys say? Yeah, me. That was, that was an intro right there, brother. That yeah, was good. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Wrong today, <laughs> so are you, are you, go ahead, Marty. No, you go, man. Well, I was, are you going to give us somebody right now, JP? Oh, no. Whenever you're ready. No, do you no, want no, a preamble? Let's save, let's save, no, let's save that for the, let's save okay. that for the, for the end. All right. Philosophically. All right. Talk philosophically. Yeah, well, well, we were, we were, you know, in our pre pre game, we were talking about we got the holidays coming up. So there's mm-hmm. sort of two things we could focus on: goals for the new year, right? Yep. Um, you know, how may I just may I just interject quickly while you're saying that? Yep. There was some French dude. I love this. A goal without a plan is a wish. Yeah, that's right. You got to write it down, man. But anyway, we're going to talk about that. And then how to minimize damage in the holidays with Thanksgiving coming up and uh, you got Christmas coming up and you got yeah. office parties. I used to love the, the parties, oh. man, because they'd be like free drinks. And then sure. know how I really was. And then I have a couple of drinks. And then, uh, well, <laughs> and we're going to talk about, OK, do do we do we just mash the pedal during the, the holidays and just eat whatever we want? Do we tamp it down? What what do we do? So we'll talk about that too. So that's right, always- and workouts. And I know Marty has uh, said he has changed his workout going into the holidays this time of year. So that'd be interesting, also. I'm right. fired up. Well, Marty is very seasonal with his training. We've talked yeah. about this before. So yeah. he's going into his winter hibernations. He's going to be. Uh, Probably packing on some weight, gaining some strength, yeah, yeah, doing yeah, some yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah, all hibernation. No, 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 not quite. No, it's going to be a little different than that. Okay. And oh. also, I want to add one of the things I want to ask you too, and we can get to that later. Is uh, do you change it every winter? Or do you do you pretty much follow the same template every winter? Knowing you, you probably no. change it around a lot. Yeah, as you get older, you have to. Ah, uh, sure. you know. Uh, Jumping back to the overview, kind of yeah. with the, the overarching theme is is this this idea. Well, let's 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 zero in on the the compulsion that everyone has around the 
I don't think I don't worry so much about the compulsion to eat the delicious food around the holidays as I do around the the whacked out behavior of those that you know try to deny the deniers. Yes. Oh, and that, mm-hmm. and if you're the guy at the party that's always oh I can't have that and brings out the Tupperware, just don't go. Just don't yeah. go. You're that don't guy. invite them. Yeah, because you know what? There are ways, and we're going to talk about that, where you can have that meal and feel no guilt whatsoever and actually well, make some gains from it. I would okay. like, if I could, posit this, that the way to handle it is that leading up to, let's just say Thanksgiving, all right, or any vacation. This is my strategy that I used to use leading up to any holiday or any vacation. Yeah, is I would get into a hardcore diet mode. Right. I would attempt to to place the lean out phase mm. before the holiday, then use the holiday as an anabolic burst. Right. Right. It can't be too long, but yeah, that's right. No, don't stay too long at the fair. Marty, that's exactly what I did. I prepped for the holidays. Uh, I went and got myself a case of the COVID, lost 30 pounds. Yep. And I'm leaning now. Had to eat all the, you had your (laughs) menu radically reduced, right? Yes, I did. But now I'm I'm keeping it down. It's uh, weighed myself yesterday, 257. Whoa. Oh, that's right. Wow. I'm very impressed. I thought you would say 275. You guys are yeah. jealous. I know it, but it's that's where it's at. Well, not jealous. And, uh, that, that's great. I, I'm keeping. <laughs> I'm keeping it there, but I'm a, ready to add a burst, should, baby. You should get well, a new hair. You should get a new haircut. You should just get, get a like new a, wardrobe. You know. Yeah. You know, yeah. Fancy. Hey, I, hey, I had to go get a new wardrobe. Hair. I, I did go get a new wardrobe. I, I mean, I'm. I, after losing 30 pounds, I was like trying to fit in uh, like three X's and stuff. You and have like, well, to feel so much better. Don't you feel so much better? I do. Now I do. Absolutely. And I'm, uh, I'm much leaner and I just fit in the clothes better. I just look better and feel better. And it's, it's easier to carry all this mass around because, you know, 30, 30 pounds is a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's so much easier on your your joints, your That's hips, your knees, everything. Your knees and hips. Yeah, yeah. So and your car and your cardio, and you're just it's like you don't have that backpack with the thirty pound plate in it. Yep, and I've been uh, doing a lot of walking around the neighborhood. Yeah. So uh, yeah, been doing that. I know. So, yeah. I'm impressed. You know, Marty, he finally listened to us right without Ryan Chow taking the well. Lead. Listen, I, I, it took a while. But lead on this he, he did consult Ryan. I, I <laughs> he wasn't supposed to tell you guys that. <laughs> no, I didn't consult with him on on this. But uh, look, this is, all I, I don't want to get into this whole subject. But I just springboarded. I had a I, I yeah, had a yeah. sickness. I got through it. Lost yeah, weight, yep, and I springboarded yep, off that because yep. I was motivated after yes. I lost all that weight. And motivation is key. Man. I, w- I would have bet against you because of your habits from before with, the constant, with the constant eating, you know, and always, always having to eat every two, three hours. And, and your personality, when you used to talk about that, that was like a fearful thing if you missed a meal. And so I was like, man, he's going to be back up there. There's no way, because that was your lifestyle. That was your habit for so long. That's very impressive, dude. I'm very proud of you, man. 
you know, and, and Jim, you can relate and Marty, you too, Marty, you're, you've never been a bodybuilder or anything like that, but, yeah. uh, um, <laughs> but, but the meals, you know, the meals every two, three hours, you've done it for, I don't know, I, I've done it for like 30 years or something. And uh, you get so ingrained into that and it becomes part of who you are. You just, you don't think about it after a while. And you're like, well, if, uh, you know, because you bust your ass at the gym and I mean hard and you want to make sure you maximize your efforts when you get home with your rest and your nutrition and all that. So, you know, I never wanted to take that for granted. I always make sure I, I you know, uh, hit all the bases. And uh, but I was just. I, there was things, you know, sometimes when you get sick, you, you get a different mindset. You have a different perspective on different things, whether it's your physique, your family, your business, whatever. So those are some of the things I considered. And I said, what am I? I'm 50. I don't need to be 290. Get yeah. down in the 250s or whatever and stay there. Anyway. Yeah, no, that's good. You said, you said we would update every time, every time we came on. So that's good. Yeah, I love it. And 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 Brian Chow was not involved in this. All right, good. Yeah. Okay, so all right. So look, getting back, getting back to the, theme, <laughs> the thematic here. Uh, so heading into Thanksgiving, that to me is the time. Let's cut it back. What does that mean? Well, first, let's get rid of the refined carbs. That's automatic, right, Jim? That's the first thing. You no got to get rid of the refined carbs. Yep. Uh, I I will let go with the starch carbs, and I'll be honest. I'll hang on to a couple of beer carbs to the very end. Yeah. But you have to if you're going to lean out. That's kind of keto time, right, Jim? Yeah, I, I'm telling you to eat. Well, it got it goes on your personality. You know, we've talked about that before. But you know, here, here's what. I, so every year we would go to Ocean City in the summer or whatever, Rehoboth, Delaware. And I'd have about six weeks and I'd say, okay, you know, you're going to look like crap on the beach. So oh, you... I forgot that. I forgot that motivation. You're right. Okay, oh, yeah. Go ahead. And uh, so yeah. what I would do is, so I'm like, well, I don't really feel like doing the, um, you know, the really high fat. Cause it's not like I'm getting ready for a show and all that shit. I just, I knew if I just cut back, I didn't need to lose 30 pounds, probably use about 10, 12, something like that. You know, like show stuff versus just life stuff. And so what I would do is I would just fast until yeah, four, four, yeah four or five o'clock in the in the afternoon, yeah. and then I I would have maybe a grilled two grilled chicken sandwiches, yeah, and maybe a salad after that, and then I would always have a couple beers. That's the way but I my, live now. <laughs> my, and I would you know I'd always have two to five beers. That's exactly but that is exactly my calories were cut so dramatically. Now. Yeah. And then cardio, I only did 30 minutes a day, but it yeah. was coming off of nothing. So then you're adding yeah. that 30 minutes a day. And, yeah. and so the best, what was your lifting? How much? lifting? Yeah, I was lifting five, four or five days a week. How long? Um, and so cardio, yeah, pretty much every day. But that that's long, a real long, easy way long to sessions? do it. Long no, lifting sessions? No, no, I've never trained long. So, you know, if if I'm in there an hour, it mean I'm, means I'm talking to the front desk guy for 15 right. minutes on the way out. Right. You know? right. So they're pretty fast. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. 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 But, but, but then what the bodybuilders of the 1980s discovered <clears throat> the, there was an era of the super, super lean guys, the Chris Dickerson and the Frank Danes, and those guys were winning. Samir, I guess you put him in that category. 
uh, and they were essentially starving themselves. Right, you just starve. Yeah. And yeah, fish and water died, right? Right. The, the, the classic yeah. Southern cow get ripped diet dating back to Dave Draper. Yeah. Was you just uh, eat tuna fish out of the can and drink water, sucker, and that's it. It's like Devil's Island. Oh man. And you do it as you do it until all the fat comes off you, mm-hmm. but it it will fry your head. Yeah. And ruin and your. Can... I mean, everything. You know, it's not. It's not good that's what they they feed that to prisoners you know that's yeah yeah well you know platz talks about that he you can get charged under the geneva convention cruelty to prisoners with making (laughs) you're starving you know platz would said that he would go as long as he could with the low 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 carb but see no fat so their brains aren't working and then and then he'd have a day where he ate it he didn't even know he was doing the moro di pasquale diet but he was doing that, and then he'd have a day where you know yeah. he'd just eat like crazy, then back to it, then you know. And Arnold said he would stay on it as long as he could. Then he and Franco would eat a whole carrot cake, then they would get back on at, it at, at the house of pies. Yeah, and then they would get back on it, you know. So yeah. they're they're doing the anabolic diet basically, but it wasn't yeah. a bad way to go, man. Well, you break. You're gonna with those guys to say you know we, we we're gonna be perfect as long as we can. Then yeah. when we when we break. Let's binge. Let's make ourselves sick. Yeah. Right. And that's when you take in, and you can, baby. If, you, if you're not eat, used to eating pecan pie and you eat a half a pecan pie, you're going to have some yeah. <laughs> gastric issues, right? Yeah. But you're going to be veiny as hell. And you're well, gonna- yeah. But I'm just saying, it's not something, you, you know, it's like, oh my God, I made yeah. myself sick. All right. Let's get back in the wagon. Right. No, no. You get like a, you get like a, uh, uh, bad food hangover. Yeah, you don't want to eat for a little while after that. No, because you ate the tamales and the tacos, and the, then you went to well, the Thai, Thai restaurant and got the extra spicy and, and well, donuts. I've, I've, hey, I've I've mentioned this story uh, for, that Kurt Kowalski told me one time, and it's uh, it's actually on YouTube. It's uh, metrics and beer. If you go to uh, YouTube and Look up Kurt Kurwaski, Metrics and Beer. This is when it was filmed. I think it was like 1995. Um, but anyway, about right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Kurt had had dieted and was training hard and all that. So he decides to take, uh, you know, a week off and go down to Ocean City with a bunch of guys and horse around, just eat whatever and just drink a lot. So he, he got down there and Kurt can, can drink and pr- put the food away and everything. So he got down there. I think he was drinking like 30 beers a day. <laughs> so he said, he said with each day. That, that, that that, now wait, now wait, that doesn't count the night. <laughs> right. It's probably another 30 at night. Of course. So, that's so when uh, get, that's, that's when you go to the Red Bull and watch. he said, uh, he said, I called my diet guy after my, you know, my, my guru, nutritional guru after a couple of days he goes he goes i told him he was full of crap because i'm down here eating at ocean city whatever i want drinking and every day i get leaner funnel cake yeah well that's that was anthony derezzo that was that was the diet guru but what anthony would tell kirk would be yeah kirk but you're gonna spill over right 
And I don't know what point he spilled over, but um, well, he, he looks he pretty good to, in that video. Well, he had, he had to go back to work. Kirk worked a physical job. Right. He, sweat, he sweated as a, I mean, literally sweated doing his job. He was an offset printer. Right. Print shop. <clears throat> right. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. He's always had physical that boy jobs, worked yeah. hard. I think he had, he had uh, four and a half days and he got, how'd it go? Yeah, I think he got two and a half days off, right? He always got Monday off, but I think he had to work a half day on Saturday. Yeah. So he would work like four and a half days and have two and a half days off. Always squatted on Monday, which dated back to Chalet's. But Kirk, Kirk attained greatness when he cut back from a doughy 275, 280 down to 242 to set world records. Then he went back up to 275, maintaining that tightness. And that's when he became great at 275. But he had to, he had to melt off all that baby fat. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just funny to see him walking around the boardwalk at Ocean City. People were poking at him like a, like a jellyfish that just washed up on the beach. You know, <laughs> yeah, like the right. sea monster that just emerged out of the sea, you know, trying to if, figure out what that is. He's like strolling he, around if, like the mayor. If he were here or if he were is listening, he would want me to say that his favorite comment, his favorite compliment, he said, of all time is as he was passing some other guys passed him going the other way and they looked back and they said, who shaved that ape? Right. <laughs> and he got a tattoo. That's in the video. He got a, one of those uh, stick on tattoos of an ape on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> you said that, said, that'll be the name of your autobiography. Who shaved that ape? That's a good one. All right. Well, look, how about these hypotheticals here? People are just dying to know and see if they match up with one of these so they can get some help. All right. But, and, and these aren't going to be anything wild or crazy. I tried to pick out, you know, general population type throw stuff. It, so throw, we could throw, throw it out there. Yeah. Man. yeah. All Jim, right. G Jim is ready. ready so what I want to do is I want to break it down into categories. So we'll start with uh, resistance training. Okay. So here's a single guy who wants to add muscle. He's 35 years old, 5'10", 180. Full-time job, works in an office, eats decent, no health issues. He was a high school athlete with little athletic or uh, lifting experience since that. And like I said, he's 35, good, good health. He wants to add 20 pounds of muscle, get stronger on the core lifts, and lean out a bit. Like I said, he's single. He's probably going to the beach and hanging out and doing all that kind of stuff. 35. Yeah. Okay, Jim. You take Are you stumped? Thirty-five year olds. Number number one. Every single thirty-five year old, I tell them get their blood work done. Let's yeah. Find out where your testosterone is because after okay. thirty, man, it starts to drop. So he's going to do that, and then okay. he's going to have a plan. You know, twenty pounds is a lot. So I, I would may maybe say, okay, that could be a year goal. But uh, you know, let's break. No, no. No, Jimmy, he wants it in six weeks. Yeah, well, that ain't going to happen unless he's just... All right, he'll, he's going to have to go a little longer than that. Yeah, I mean, I would just try to be realistic with him, you know. Uh, what do you think, Marty? What can you put on in, in six Are weeks? Are you kidding me? Six weeks? First, I'd be saying, you know what? You're not serious. See you later. Because? 
that's, that's not a, that's no commitment. We're talking 12 weeks. Yeah. You got to commit. Yes. And we're not talking no damn 20 pounds. I'll tell you what's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to tell you me. You're not going to dictate to me. 20 pounds? No way, <laughs> brother. So, so, so first of all, you guys are going to get in a fight, a fist fight with the guy uh, on the on the weight. Yeah. Is that no fight? No fight at Wait. all. There's the door. All What's right. it matter if he's single or not? I've always wondered. But even when people uh, do this, they always put in single, married. What the, you know? What's he still wants to put on twenty pounds. Well, being single, he probably wants to concentrate on abs a little bit more, maybe. Well, then, oh, then plus, kick plus that put on the curb. plus put on twenty pounds. He wants to get ripped abs and put on 20 pounds in six weeks. Listen, yeah, say six months. Let's not concentrate on no, six, weeks. Got, Let's I, do six months. No, I, no, I would not. 20 pounds? No way. Jim, you take this one and give me give me the next one. Because I'm prejudiced against this guy. Well, I already told this guy to leave. So, Jim, okay. This is, your, this is your client. Yes, I'm however, right. Jim, however long it takes, say, say right. it takes a year. The guy just wants to achieve his goals. He just all. wants to. Well, it, I would, you know. I would just try to get him to say, okay, I just want to look, look totally different. You know, I just look totally different. But anyway, 20 pounds is going to take him solid years. He's got to get his testosterone checked. I would carb cycle him on his heavy days uh, of activity. His carbs will be super high on his days where he's just going to the office and, and going home. His carbs will be medium to low. Um, that way he could push that body weight up without getting fat, you know, put it on, take it off, put it on, take a little bit off. You know That's what I mean? like a zigzag type of diet. Yeah. That, uh... and, and you just got to see, you know, you got to experiment with him for a few weeks to find out how he responds to those high carb days. You know, so uh, if after two or three weeks, he's, you, you know, he's taking pictures and he sent them to you and, or he's telling you his waist is getting bigger and you got to drop the carbs, you know, you play with it, you play with it. Um, do you do you try to dial in his calories? Do you care about the the calorie count? Uh, I I would just keep the protein the same, and then focus on the carb changing. How much? So not, not, not calories. Yeah. Okay. On the on cool. the low carb days, I'm going to add in pro, more protein and a, and more fat on the low carb days. On the high carb days, we're going to minimize fat because remember we always say can't do both fat and carbs. Um, so that's going to be like rice and, and tuna and chicken on those days. And then the other days are going to add salmon, avocado, stuff like that. Right. Now, how many times a day do you want him eating? Well, he's got to reach his goal. So it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously you can't do that in one sitting. You know what I mean? He's got to reach his carb goal, but I would say he's got to have protein in every, in every meal, you know, so he's got to, He's got 500 carbs. He's going to have more meals. If it's going to be that low carb day, he may have just three meals. What's uh, what's a uh, for the protein per meal? What what do you want? 30 grams, or does or do you count that, or just a chicken breast, or how do you gauge it? I would say we'd start off with his body weight. Okay, so a gram per pound of body weight. Yeah, I mean it should be really lean body weight, but you know he's pretty lean probably anyway. So let's mm -hmm. err on the side of it a little more than than that than that. Rich Sulky's, you know, going crazy right now, but let's just go a little higher and then we'll fluctuate it when we need to. Okay. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that's for his diet. So I want to get into the resistance training. So what are you going to have him do? Yeah. If he doesn't have a lot, but I'm, I'm assuming he lifted in high school or whatever. I would yeah. say, you know, three days a week, heavy lifting, the basics, you know, dumbbells and barbells, a lot of the compound lifts. Uh, I would do, you know, one day would be, 
a little higher reps on the Monday would be a little higher reps. Friday would be a little lower reps, trying to get him strong and big at the same time. Wednesday would be a fast assistance day. Just keep some, you know, put some muscle on. Um, go ahead. The, well, I was just going to say, keep a journal. <clears throat> you know, we always talk about keeping a journal and I'm writing. I, I, I know some people, a lot of people now use their phones and stuff, but I'm old school. I use one of those little spiral notebooks. Yeah. I write down and, you know, my daughters always make fun of me, but, um, you know, I can look back to the nineties and see what I was doing. And, uh, and that's just the way I've, I've always done it. And, and every time I work out, if it's chest day again, okay, I go back to the previous chest day and I go, you know what, if I did hundred pound dumbbells yeah. on the, the chest press for, you know, uh, eight reps, or whatever, I want to try to get nine or 10. And then once I end up getting 10 or 10 to 12, or whatever, I up the weight of five pounds and right. then climb up the mountain again. So yeah, you keep progressing training. like that. Yeah, training diaries. I think that's why they call it progressive resistance. That's right. That's, yeah, that's one, right. Of the, one of the variables has to change, whether it's instead of static resistance. Yeah. Or negative resistance. But you know what's funny? And Marty, you can probably attest to this. The longer those guys with those big weight gain goals, the longer they go. They're like, ah, oh, I've only gained five pounds, but man, I'm a lot stronger and I look a lot different. So it doesn't yeah. become about the scale, you know, so much anymore. Once they get hooked on doing, you know, what you're telling them to do, you know, right. it's just the gains because, you know, and I know mm. it's not physiologically possible for fat and muscle to switch. It's, but, you know, they, they're, when they start to see the roundness come out in their muscles and they start to put, you know, man, we've only been doing this 12 weeks. I gained 25 pounds in my bench or something. That, that just feeds it. And then they don't give a crap about getting on a scale, you know? It's extremely motivating. And <clears throat> the, <clears throat> I think what a lot of people fail to do with, uh, especially with New Year's, um, um, <clears throat> uh, New Year's resolutions, <laughs> sorry. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's resolutions. Um, they, they quit before they start getting the, the results. They're oh, it's a good for. point, man. You got to get, listen, you just got to say to yourself, I got to make it a week. If I make it a week, you know, you'd be good to go. It could be, it could be two weeks, whatever, but you have to set that first tiny little, even if right. I, I just want to stay on my diet today, I can stay on it today. You'll wake up. You'll feel great. Your joints Baby steps. Yes. You don't have that foggy head. And then you say, man, I feel so great. Okay. Just one more day. And then, you know, you, but you got to set that initial short term. Don't you think Marty don't go crazy. Yeah, the way that the way that we set the table is is first off, ninety percent of the fitness public they're they're doomed to failure because the the methods that they've chosen in nutrition, resistance, and cardio are lame. Mm. Their <clears throat> resistance training typically they they undertrain them. Right, not intense enough. Uh, not intense enough. In well, you got to create the environment. That's what you always say. You well, have I'm to. I'm saying, but I'm just yeah. saying that 90% of people who undertake New Year's resolutions are doomed yeah. to failure because they're the diets are ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, so when I take them in hand, I, I make sure that they have result producing resistance training because we know how to do that. We put them in our 
all the lifts are done to our specifications. So they come to our world and they start from zero. Even if they might be elite, um, I don't know. It's just an example. When Kirk started with me, he could squat 800, but it was all wrong, <laughs> you know. And and he had kind of topped out. We we sort of had to break him back to zero and rebuild his technique and his style. Uh, so when we do resistance training, we 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 have them do our techniques, <clears throat> and they post games every week, right? Because they're getting factually stronger. They're either adding reps or poundage each successive week using the techniques that we prescribe. Okay, that's in resistance training. Cardio, we do the same thing. If I have a serious uh, client, I strap them up. I said, get a heart rate monitor. I want to see how hard your heart is working in relation to the work you're doing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, an, it's a variable. I don't know why. It would be like lifting weights without knowing the poundage. If you don't know the heart rate, I mean, is, is, do you have an overweight out of shape client whose heart is beating at 177 beats a minute as he's walking fast, but you don't know that because you just see a guy who's walking fast. You can't conceive that a guy could hit 177 walking fast. Well, if you're really, really out of shape, you can do that. Yeah. So you're ignorant of that. So I strap my, my people up. We'll have them maybe, I don't know, maybe in week one, if again, if they're what, not completely out of shape, but just sort of normal, I don't know, maybe you have them do a brisk 20 minutes. But each session, I'll probably have them add one minute until they get to 30. Now, yeah. when they get to 30, we're going to hold the duration. Now we're going to concentrate on increasing the pace. Right. right? So you know, each week, there's a numeric number that they can see. You know, last week in my goblet squat, I was able to use a 38-pound kettlebell for six reps. And this week, I got it for nine, right? Yeah. Oh, in my cardio. Last week, at 22 minutes, I burned 322 calories. And I generated a 137 age related heart rate max this week at 23 minutes. I burned almost 360 calories. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's written down. Like you talked about logging, right? Yeah. This is, this is logging. This is you each week. You see, I'm making substantive gains. We, we have them, they have a scale we always have a body weight manipulation in conjunction. No one trains to stay the same, right? So let's either lean them out or muscle them up, one or the other. Yeah. Right. Okay. So if they want to lean out, if they want to lean out, it's kind of hard to keep track if you're doing less than a pound a week. So you say, you know what? Let's lose a pound a week for 12 weeks. If they're an average sized person, like your 200 pound guy, that's a good rate for a 200 pound guy. I wouldn't want him to lose more than that. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, if he's 300 pounds, well, then I don't know, maybe you do three pounds. Right, Jim? Yeah. 
Yeah, you got to take in the percentage of his body weight. Yeah, well, yeah percent. Or, and if it's a 100-pound woman, maybe you only do a pound every two weeks, right? But she want to get down to 85? <laughs> well, I don't, I'm just saying, it. you know, I know. I, I'm just to, to pick a number. Yeah. So that takes care of the, the you know, so now you have, you're, you're really periodizing nutrition. You're periodizing body weight regulation. You're saying, look, <clears throat> you're going to get cardiovascularly, you're going to be fitter. Look, there are the numbers. You are fitter this week than you were last week. Over here, you're stronger than you were last week, demonstrably. Yeah. Oh, you've lost a pound in body weight. So you're leaner than you were last week. Let me tell you, you get three weeks of that under their belt and they are hooked. Yeah. As they should be. This is the first time in their life they've gone three weeks and they're getting tangible, measurable results. Yeah. And I can keep it going. It's so easy for someone new to the system to get results every week for 12 weeks. Right. But they got to get to that point. In the hole. They got to get to that three weeks. And a lot of them don't. They got to get to the three weeks. Uh, so they start not, seeing not, those results. Not, not with my people. I get, I well, get results with the people after, after the first. Well, that's right. Of course. But. Um, I'm talking about the the general population here. No, you know, they, they, I, first, I, they don't I, have I, the right plan in place. Well, okay, but I do. Yes. I don't. I, well, I say what I'm telling you is my retention is incredible. The people yes. who actually work with me, I don't lose anybody. And that's you and know no why one, because no one comes to me and says, "Oh, Marty, I I can't do this. I can't take it." <clears> I, I've, never, I've never had that happen to me, and I don't know how many years I've been doing this. Not one time. Marty's Marty's email is marty at ironcompany.com. And uh, if you'd like to be one of these success stories, you're welcome to, to email him and sign up. And there's, you know, and, and uh, Jim as well, jim at ironcompany.com. Yeah, Jim, Jim's been so, doing it. You've been doing it for 20 years, right? So, yeah. 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 But, 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 but that's the key. That's the key is results. Results first is results. But you got to put the right plan into place and yep. get help with that. If you don't know, don't just guess and go in there and do whatever because you're going to be another one of those people that in two weeks goes forget it. You know, I don't like this getting up early stuff. I'm I'm not seeing anything. Get some help with planning. Call these guys or 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 get some help uh, at a at a local gym or from a personal trainer. Get the right plan in place, and then just give it a few weeks. Just hang in there, hang in there, and start to see some results. And I'm telling you, we're all telling you because we've been there. And once you start getting those results, you will get highly motivated, and that just fuels you to go. Yeah, it's like solar energy. It's you know, uh, it, it will, just willpower. Willpower is a finite male propeller. You know, that's right. You, you can use willpower to start the the process, yeah. but results have to take over. And you've got about right. two weeks. You got about two weeks, but then they should be no problem to have real good results in fourteen. Yeah, days Marty, it's no problem if you got the right plan and you're willing to put in the effort. Yeah, and you got to be. I think the balance. I think you have to have the, the three way balance. People usually they diet, but they ignore the nutrition and the cardio, yeah. or they do the cardio and the nutrition, but there's no strength training. Or they, you know, you know what I mean. They don't have. You got to have all three. 
Yeah. And, and don't come to us saying you're big boned and you're whatever and you can't do it. No, <laughs> big bone girl. Um, you can do it. You know, you just got to be set up on the right plan and the, the you know, yeah. just uh, have the right guidance. Yeah. And you know, we're not, you know, JP, you were sort of hinting at it, but if there's somebody who's not really motivated to do it, what are the tricks and all that? I, I, if they don't, I've never had anybody who hasn't hit some sort of rock bottom before they came to me and said, I need to transform my body. You know, I need to lose weight. Usually that comes with a moment of, I just can't do this anymore. And that's their motivation. But you know, if, if it's just like a, a person who says, well, I'm sort of into it or, or I sort of want to do this. They never, they never stay on it. Well, it's those people nice. that fit that freaking, that hit that man. I'm 40 pounds. Now my high school plan weight, 40 pounds over. Oh, yeah. if they're motivated, if they're motivated and if they have the situation, uh, we can help them every time. Yeah. They need to have a little bit of, not even a little bit. They need to have some hunger for this goal to happen. Uh, well, motivation. motivation. If they're yes. motivated and if but, they but, have a situation, we can do yeah. it. There's other things. And I, I don't want to talk about this right now. Let's, let's save it for the end. But I want to talk about um, changing habits and lifestyle because you, you can't be a, the mess that you are now and, you know, start getting this fabulous physique after a few weeks, you know, there's, it, oh, you gotta be all in. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. But I always say, great? Well, yeah. And somebody will say, but I've only lost 10 pounds in three weeks. And I'll say, how long did it take you to put on that weight? That yeah. 50 pounds. How, did you do that in two, three weeks? Oh, you didn't. <clears throat> You know, you did it in two years of donuts. Okay. All right. So it's going to take a little, you know, while, you know, Jim, something you touched on, which I think is really important. And we don't, uh, we don't ever really discuss it. And we should probably talk about more is uh, hormone therapy, you know, testosterone therapy, no, um, you know, and, and this was our hypothetical guy here is 35 years old. Well, testosterone can start declining way before that. Um you know, sometimes it's, it's just a little bit, not, not so dramatic, but I mean, from, from the thirties on you're declining. Everybody I'll tell you I've what, sent, everybody I've sent to get their blood work and, and wanted me to train them, you know, they're mm -hmm. machinists, they're, uh, you know, they work, they're blue collar guys, they're all their, all their testosterone was low. Every well, isn't that just some amazing. <laughs> so they did what? And soldiers too super low oh and soldiers my, too, and anybody else who's stressed out my my theory is why you're working in your your you know your your working years 35 uh, you're absolutely busting your butt you're trying to save money you're you know you're thinking about your retirement that's probably far off but you you know you might have just had kids or whatever feed the machine keep your hormones in check the good thing about doing uh, testosterone therapy is that um, they're testing your blood every every few months. They're not only testing for testosterone levels, but they're checking your liver. They're checking your kidney function. They're checking all this stuff, your cholesterol. So the great thing is you understand what all your numbers are and that you're dialed in. If you have a problem, you know about it pretty quick and you, you can try to do something about it, whether it's, you know, get on cholesterol medication or just doing it through diet or whatever. But um, it can be, it, it can be the difference of being tired and lethargic all the time, not sleeping well, you know, just not motivated to, 
you know, just getting yourself dialed in all the way around, you know, your hormones, your, uh, right. your overall health, <laughs> training, diet. Yep. Well, I take the exact opposite approach, but go ahead, Jim. No, no, I'm good. Go ahead. What were we going to say? No, you go ahead, Jim. I know you're a pro guy. Lay it on us. What about what? The testosterone replacement? Yeah. I already said every time I get yeah. somebody to get checked, they end up having low testosterone and, and doing TRT. Not like young kids, but older guys. But, but Jim, how helpful is it to them? It's, it's oh, they, like say it changes, they say it changes their lives. You know? Yeah. Yeah, they say it changes their lives. And That's that combined with... You could, you know, you could do it without it. It's just freaking hard, man, because your body's not functioning the way it's supposed to. I think I'm not, I'm not Marty. I, I, I understand, uh, you know, you don't want to dive too deep into the, the hormone thing, but I think it's worth well, I'll saying. Tell you that, right uh, off, I'll tell you right off the top, man. I, I, I don't do it. And I haven't done it in decades. And the reason is because at some point you got to come home from the fair. I don't have access to a doctor. I can't pay how much it is to get to visit a doctor however many times and, and get him to take my blood work. I'm not in that situation. And you know what? If, if in most cases, if I straighten my act out, I improve. And there yeah. seems to always be something about myself that is a little outside the guardrails and just like <laughs> tightening that up, right? Like a like dropping a beer or two or what? Or something like that? Or stopping them for a while. Yeah. Right? Like you, how are you on or off the web? Uh, I made it up until 4th of July and then uh, okay. now just once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Good for you though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, if you feel totally different. You wake up with a lot clearer head. Yeah. Right? For sure. So I'm just saying that uh, if you live in Alaska, you don't have access to that, but you could still be a hard man without testosterone therapy. Oh, no question. You you can, and I wasn't saying otherwise. But yeah, and I, I'm not suggesting you were, but again, and also not all of us are in a situation where we have access to a, a medical doctor who's going to no. sit down and work with us and do this and do that for us for, for free or whatever. Well, uh, I think... I think Jim made just an interesting point that his his people are able to do that, and if they are able to do it, he suggested. I thought I made an error. I thought thought both you. You know, I had an interesting. Marty was interesting. Yeah, yeah. We're all interesting. Don't worry about it. But but I thought it was worth mentioning. And uh, anyway, we should have a whole show on that one time. It'd be very interesting. Well, let's get Rich Silky back on and talk about it. Let's. we're well, gonna, gonna have Ryan, Ma- I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Ryan Chow on. Marty, we're gonna experiment. We're gonna put you on estrogen and see what happens. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you, talk might, about how we're gonna. You do might want to. You, might, you wanna, might wanna bring some friends to that about <laughs> the holidays. When are we gonna talk about that? To, again, to dance with you? You mean? Again, about how to eat yeah. going into the holidays. I started it, and then we never really right. finished it. Uh, I think between now and Thanksgiving, it's uh, well, we got a week. Protein and you know salad and lighten it up. Right. Yeah. Now I've been forced to to uh, out of my groove because well I had two things happen to me. I got a pretty severe Achilles heel thing that really sidelined my outdoor cardio. Yeah. 
But now it's indoor time, so I think I'm going to end up back on my push-pull bike. Make that work. I'll probably jump in with 15 minutes. And I work that up to 25 to 30 minutes. So by the end of that, backwards, forward, left hand, right hand, one foot, other foot, back, bow, bow, bow. By the time I'm done that, uh, I'm, 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 I'm pretty toasted. So I use that as my fasted cardio. I do believe in that, Jim. The idea that if you wake up in the morning, you have been deprived of carbs and glycogen for, well, since your last meal, whenever that was. So you have this, you've been fasting. So if you undertake an intense cardio session, it's got to be intense enough for you to sweat. Yeah. You can't cruise along at 70% and do your texting and, and you not even have to change your clothes. No, that's not it. You have to sweat. Jim, you yeah. drip on the floor, right? Puddles, puddles, puddles. Puddles. Okay, that's the coin of the realm in cardio. If you're not sweating, I'm sorry, you're really not doing it. You've got to pick it up somehow. Also, if you're not sweating, you might have lost that ability. As you age, uh, and if you don't sweat for years on end, guess what? It's kind of difficult for the body to exude those toxins through the pores as it, as it was designed to do. So it really behooves you as you get in the wrong side of 50 to keep up that ability to sweat because it's another use it or lose a proposition. Um, and I thought I was really doing something for years. I was kind of jog trotting along, you know, uh, but I was below that level and, and no, I had, uh, I had really, really, really was hard for me to get back that, uh, that ability to sweat. And, and that is a good thing because we're getting rid of those toxins. Marty, can I give you another hypothetical and it's for cardio sure. training and it's, it's probably very similar to what you're talking about, but I wanted to get this in there. So another hypothetical would be, um, you know, here's a 65 year old guy wants to keep up with his grandkids. He's five, nine, 180 pounds. He's retired, eats decent, but has bad knees, struggles with low energy and gets winded quickly, enjoys around the golf every once in a while, uh, wants to safely increase cardio capacity and energy levels for the grandkids. Right, the bad just knees, every day. Oh, you, you had to throw in the bad knees. See. So what am Got I bad knees. Yeah, I wanted to. What, what am I going to have him do? Walk in his hands? <laughs> oh, he could ride the bike. He could do elliptical. Oh, ride the bike. Ah, oh, he's but he's got bad non-impact. Knees. Yeah, it, it depends how bad. Yeah, it's it non-impact. It's also called repetitive motion. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're just going around in a tiny little circle, tiny little circle, hey. tiny little circle, tiny little circle, tiny little circle, tiny little circle. You know, that's not good exercise. I'm sorry. Okay, but if he's got bad knees, what do you want well, to do? Well, I don't know. I might go, you know what? Uh, go see Walk Steve. No, he could do that assault bike you guys like so much. He could do that. Yeah, he could. Yeah. I, it, it, again, it depends if we're talking about his knees are so bad. Yeah, how bad are his knees? How he bad can't are walk or jog, but he can ride the bike. No, I'm not fine. I'm, if his knees are at a certain point, I'm going to say, you know what? No, 
Just, just give it up. Call Jim Steele. <laughs> yeah, call Steele. Just give it up. Just. God, you, your people got to be perfect to come to you, no, right? No, they don't. No, they don't. But can you give me like a blown elbow or something other than bad Listen, knees? When I talked to you on the phone the other day, you said throw anything yeah, at me. Yeah, I'm yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Great. You know what? Have him swim. Now it all blew up. up. No, he can swim. He's got bad knees. He can okay. swim. He can find certain strokes. He can do. There's your cardio. Swim. Resistance training, I guess he's got to do everything sitting or lying down. He can't squat, he can't deadlift, he has bad knees. Uh, Jim, what else? Uh, Jim, what you, you seem to, to be what the. What do you want to do body weight wise? Lose weight? Does he want to gain 20 pounds? Uh, he's 5'9, he's 180. You know, he's, he's, he's not too bad. He just um, he gets winded easy and wants to keep okay, up the well, grandkids. Let's, and... lose, let's lose 10 pounds. Okay. So give me a pound a week for 10 weeks. Let's go. You make it happen. I don't really care what you do. As long as you give me that pound a week. Jim, I'm, you, I'm you having this guy call yourself. you. Okay. No, I'm telling you, this is the way we talk. This is yeah, the way Marty's we talk. Yeah, doing it. Yeah. I'm not hurting anybody's feelings. If I am, it's like, well, we probably shouldn't work together. This is the way I talk. Am I, am I, is my blood pressure elevated, Jim? No, your, your modulation yeah. is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So that's what we would do. And we'd say, give me that pound a week. And he'd go, well, what about my micronutrient? And I said, I don't care. Yeah. Do what you need to do to give me that pound a week. Ew, is it going to be the right percentage of fat to muscle? I don't know. Maybe you should switch out, I don't know, pizza for salmon. Yeah. And the best thing is, is and Marty said, and you know what? <laughs> it's that simple. Well, and, and you said this before, uh, beginners are so fun to train because for 12 uh, weeks, they can make they can make gains and that's the same thing with their diet they change a little something like you know you get it out of them so what do you eat when you get home from work well i just grab something well what's that something consist of well it's usually like a meatball hoagie okay now we know where to start because that's a thousand calories right there yes yeah so yes. cut it in half now so, I have five months. You can still have your meatballs. Still eat, but still eat really good right that's the yeah. thing you can do gourmet dieting yeah, it's right. just, you just have to be able to do it. You know, just do it. Get up and do it. That's right. And have some food prep skills. Let's not be dependent upon mom or the girlfriend or go out to eat. Let's be able to roast the chicken, you know, saute some salmon. Uh, you know, the, the basic, basic things, they're not hard. So then you have control of your, 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 your nutritional destiny. Yeah, because Jim. you're able to handle yourself in the kitchen. Combine that with this common sense. Hey, let's squat, bench, deadlift, or if you can't, some uh, you know sub-zero variation of. So we got the four lifts going. We can finish that up in uh, I don't know an hour cumulative time a week. However, you choose to. You could do three days a week. You could do it all in one day. You could do five days. You could do a lift a day. Whatever you choose, it doesn't matter. You could switch the the frequency of the lifting week to week, depending upon what's going on in your life. You got That's a busy true. week? Do it all on Sunday. Hey, no question. In fact, you remember? Um, well, I talked about this kid I trained Dylan before, and he's back to work now because the COVID stuff has been lifted a little bit. So he's a squash coach, and he you know he has to recruit. He trains this pro squash player. So he went from four days. He's like, hey, coach, you know, he'll text me on Sunday. Only got only got time for three days this week. 
Next week, we only got time for two days. Then he goes back to four, you know? There's nothing wrong with that. It's the same thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. It's, it's you know, and I, they ask me, they go, oh, how many times? I said, well, there's no wrong answer, really, in terms of, of frequency. Um, again, so, you, you know, you've got the nutritional component. Let's have some sort of body weight manipulation. And heading into the holidays, why don't we go down, right? Even a half pound a week, one pound every two weeks. What could be easier? Well, what that means is that you're not going to realize a half pound weight loss per week if you're eating surplus calories, right? You can manipulate water and make it happen. Okay. So that's not real weight loss, right? Uh, no, of course it's not real weight loss, but you're creating you're creating physiological momentum, right? Hello, you guys yes. still there? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm waiting to get back to the 65 year old in the cardio. Oh yeah, with the broken knees. Well, let me just ask Jim. Okay, so, and I apologize to the 65 year old guy out there that's five nine and 180 that's retired that's listening to this trying to get a cardio training plan in in uh, place I told here. Him swim. <laughs> Jim, uh, no, he could swim. Wait, wait, listen. He can swim. He can ride the bike. He can do the fan oh, okay. bike. What, can, what is the plan? How the many bike. times ride a week? For how long? What is the plan? Jim? I'll tell you the plan. Every, every, day, plan every, day, every day, excuse me. Yeah. Every day is fasted cardio. Yeah. As soon if as he can ride up, the bike. Right. If, if, what we're, if what we're getting to is, yes, he can use the bike. Great. Okay, let's use the bike. Every day, the first thing he would do, he'd get up before ingesting any carbs right and do fasted cardio how long does he start with 10 minutes 15 minutes well, that would depend upon his level of fitness wouldn't it what we would look to do is have a certain level of intensity he's strapped up to a heart rate monitor oh is he in moderate shape okay i don't know why don't you get up to 75 percent of your age-related heart rate you know yeah glide path up to that maintain that and we'll have an initial what 15 minute session we're going to do okay. five we're going to do seven sessions a week every day okay yep, get, yep. so so we're going to just add one minute a week to that 75 percent of heart rate max we're not going to try to go faster we're going to try to go a little further a little longer Right. right. So within, if he starts at, within 10 sessions, he's up to 30 minutes. But it's only been a one minute per session increase at the same right. intensity now, level. So now, where's now, he level off at, though? Well, he's at 30 minutes at 75%, mm -hmm. right? Right. Now we maintain the 30 minutes. Now we go seven. All right. So he's at 75%. Now we go. This week, 77.5. The following week, 80%. The week after that, 82.5% of age-related heart rate max. The week after that, 85% of age-related heart rate max. The week after that, 87.5%. At 30 minutes. Just like you do in the weight room, progressive. Just like you do in the weight room. Now, yeah. you're up to 30 minutes with a guy who can maintain an 87.5 heart rate what do you do 
oh, we're going to go back and revisit duration. Now we're going to keep the 87.5. We're going to add one minute per session. 10 sessions. Yep. yep. 10 sessions, we're doing 40 minutes at 87.5. Now, Marty, with an effort like that, with an effort like that every every day for a 65-year-old, how long do you think it would take them to see actual cardiovascular Ooh. results, like not getting winded as fast and I all think, that? I think quickly. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think that but I think it's a I think it's a beautiful, gradual, uh, sensible approach, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody starts off too fast. Everybody oh. starts off too fast, too much, and too that hot. and that willpower, which Marty too said, heavy. Marty said it's finite, right? So they got a couple weeks of it, you know. Mm. But if they start off, okay, I'm going to starve myself and do sets of twenty in the squat, you know, or whatever. That yeah. wanes a little faster. That right. that goes pretty hard. And, you know, and, they break, they, and they break themselves. Yeah, and I think they're, they're at, you know, and then we're not really touching on this. And and Marty has a lot of background in this with the mind game stuff or just with the mindset stuff, I really think you have to sit down and be totally honest with yourself, what you can stick to. You know, if you know that, that going keto is not going to work for you, or you just know you're not going to do the fasting, then you got other options, but you got to say, how many days am I actually going to get to the gym? Not that I wish I could get to the gym, you know, that I'm actually going to go and put in a big effort. Can I go as hard as I can twice a week? I'll take it. But four or five days of, of a little bit of, of intensity, you can't do it. So just be, can you give me all you got for two days? I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, I like JP's example of actually get, kind of getting uh, knocked out of the box, right? I mean, all your comfortable habits and patterns were uh, dynamited. With your you mean when I got sick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so so because of that, you had like a, a a big blank space, and then you got to rebuild, and you thought about it, and you decided to rebuild, rather than just go back to normal, right? Normal, right? You said, no, I'm gonna modify some habits, some habit force, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, that's. That's interesting. Isn't that similar to what Don Barry was talking about coming off his thing? Yeah. Yeah. And and like I said, I think these kind of things that uh, that that happen in our lives sometimes change us. And we kind of realize that, okay, what I've been doing the past 20 years, I'm no longer that person. I need to make a change. I need to change things up here because many things have have changed in my life and my my goals and and all that stuff. But, um, you know, one of the th things that um, I, I think people really need to do is start to implement healthier habits. They need to, they need to take a look around themselves. Uh, like, for example, like who, who's doing the shopping, you know, maybe you need to start doing some of the, the grocery shopping. Oh my God. I know. Dude. I got a buddy. He's always struggling with his weight. And I went in, we went hunting. I went into his house afterwards his whole pantry 
His yeah. wife buys Oreos. But yeah. I haven't even seen this stuff in a house. Yeah, uh, that's a problem. I don't know anybody who eats that <laughs> kind of stuff. But she had Oreos. She had Cheetos. She had you know, all this stuff. And I'm, I'm saying, you know, no wonder you can't stay on your diet, bro. You know, you I know mean, what, too? And it's and um, it's it's hard when when you have a family and a wife and kids and all that. You know, and man, you guys are on a different page. My kids don't eat that crap. Now, if they go out or something, they say, can I have a candy bar? Yeah. But, you know, yeah. be in the house, man. It's but, really but not if, that hard. It's really not if, that hard. If you can do it as a team effort and kind of get every – now, they don't have to be as extreme as you because, you know, you might be a bodybuilder or a powerlifter, and they're not. But they can certainly partake in healthier eating, and you can do that together as a family, and you can kind of ease into it. I wonder, Marty, tell me, is that my fault with Max? Because he actually – he's nine, and he counts as protein grams. You think that's <laughs> think well, that's uh, you're you're uh, you're raising Spartan use. Do you make them uh, sleep outside naked? Uh, but I let them get as dirty as they want. I want all those <laughs> microbes. I want that. I want all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now, JP, when you, what was your mindset? I mean, you had a choice at some point in your recovery. You know, first of all, it's like, okay, I'm going to live. Right? That's that's well, the big really, thing. that's yeah. the big sort of what started, right, right JP? But then, but then, yeah. with that kind of that that rebirth, right? It's like you have a blank slate. Did you feel that way? Yeah, I totally felt that way because I couldn't train for I don't know, probably six weeks. I lost thirty pounds. Um, I was. <laughs> I, you know, I came home from the hospital. I had my shirt off and I looked in the mirror and my wife's like, where the hell did your shoulders go? I was like, damn, presses right then. I would have gone out and started doing yes. overhead presses right then. You probably so, <laughs> I, you know, and genetically I have, uh, it's very easy for me to build my legs, uh, muscle mass and strength. And I came home and I wasn't used to it. I looked down and I thought, where did my legs go? Just everything. So I thought this is, and I haven't lifted in six weeks. My diet has been hell. So I literally also had like wasn't, a wasn't blank your slate. cardio totally shot too. Oh yeah, like, you had the chest. Like cardio from, from walking was like uh, oh, climbing a mountain, right? No, I came home. I had to be on oxygen. Even in the shower, I had this big, long oxygen yeah, cord. And about, I'm not kidding you, about every 15, 20 seconds in the shower, I had to lean up against the wall and like huff and puff. Take a pull. That's how bad it was. Wow. So I had but, a clean slate. Yeah, but, but at some point coming out of it, you conjured your new approach. Yeah, I reflected on a lot of different things. And on the fitness side of things, I thought, you know, as, as long as... I've lost this 30 pounds. I really need to think about what age I'm at, which is 50. Uh, you know, I was about to turn 50. Um, I got no business being that heavy. And, you know, it's funny when you look in the mirror, you go, you know, I don't, I don't think I look too bad. And then you see a picture of you yourself and you go, dude, you got to no, lose no, no, 30 no, or let me take, pounds. Let me, take, let me just interject. And Jim, you can back it up. You look great for 290 pounds. I'm serious. You look great for 290 pounds at, at what, six feet? Yeah, you're not sloppy. 
You're not sloppy. Yeah, no, you weren't sloppy at all, man. I'm telling you. No, but you no. how many you fifty? Year, you know, how many fifty-year-old, ninety-two hundred? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not debating the second part. I'm just saying that. Yeah, he wasn't sloppy. I'm the first one to agree. I think you should get down to about two thirty-five, actually. But that's okay. For now, this is great. But I think your oh. ultimate weight, as you age, well, and it's another thing. As you age, you 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 eat less. So, so I'm in anyway, the two fifties. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, I'm keep in the two fifties now. So I weighed myself but, but, the other day. But take us back to that to that moment. Did, rock did you think about all three things at once: diet, nutrition. I mean, uh, nutrition, cardio, and resistance. Or did you first say lifting, and then cardio and nutrition? I mean, did it all your new well, course all come at once, or did it come in pieces? <sighs> Well, I guess I kind of reverse engineered it uh, like we're doing here on this podcast today. So I, I first thought, what do I want to look like? What do I want to get my weight down to? And then, okay, how do I do that through lifting right. the and goal, cardio? Now the, met, now the method. Yeah. So that's basically what I did. And I said, you know what? And I had injured my shoulder be before this COVID. And I'm still not recovering. Now, this was probably four months ago this thing is taking forever to heal and I thought why am I lifting so heavy I said from now on one of the things is for longevity and to lean up and accomplish my new goals and everything I'm not going to do anything less than 10 reps I'm going to stay safe I'm going to really isolate you know on my isolation movements nobody's and watching. I'm going to prevent injury and I'm just going to hear me up. you hear me nobody's watching yeah, no, that's, nobody cares. That's like a big, that's like a big revelation, right? No one cares. cares. No one's watching. Yeah, nobody no, cares. Nobody cares. You know, and it's like, bing, oh, whoa, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> right. That's a, that's a great revelation. I had. Yeah, You're never going to be a little guy. You're never going to be no. a little guy. No. Ahead, right. But, you know, uh, you know, like we talked about the the eating every two to three hours. You do yeah, what did you change? What did you change? Well, I what I did for my nutrition was I cut down the carbs, I cut down the portions. Um, Are you I was as, as frequently. Was it easy or hard? You know what, man? Uh, I was getting hungry, like I was going to bed hungry. I was telling Jim, I said, I, I'm not used to this hunger thing. What's that all about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yep. so that was, but I'm over that. And you know what? Getting I just in touch with hunger. Getting in touch with hunger, I've just Getting cut everything point. down, and it's yeah. it's really. So you're still doing the frequency, but just smaller portions. I, it's not quite as frequent. No, you know, I'm trying to feed my body and 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 uh, you know take care of the nutrition, but it's not as much. I cut my protein way back. I don't need as much of that. And you know what? I'm going into the gym. I'm making. I'm making good gains, you know, on my new nutritional plan, my new yep. resistance training plan, and I'm doing cardio now. Yep. Yeah. And so, yep. and you know what else, Marty, this is a perfect time for him to make lightweights feel heavy. Like we always say in the sound, oh, like, like, right. like a champion bodybuilder. That's yep. what they Squeezing, do. contracting, yeah. uh, feel, change up the speed. It's not about poundage. It's about feel. Yeah, and you'll be surprised. You'll put on some muscle doing that, man. Hey, by the way, I want to say something, too. And, uh, you know, I was really getting back into my deadlifting, and I had lost a lot of it when I, I came back. And, you know, I really got weak on the, the deadlift. But the deadlift, as you know, as I've said before, I've got three herniated discs. 
So I have to be very careful with how I lift out in front of me. And if does the bar go, is... Does that ever go away or totally heal or you just stuck with that forever? No, it, it, can, it can dry. I mean, it can... Well, according to Ryan Chow, okay. uh, uh, I think sometimes that can be reversed. It depends. I've had it for years, but... Let me just say this about the deadlift. So I was really getting into, and my, my daughter, Carrie, has been working with Brad Gillingham on, um, on deadlifting and everything else. And I work with him once in a while. Sometimes she's over here doing online training with Brad and he'll have me do some sets and watch my form and he'll be like, get and, off the uh, couch, JP. <laughs> so, yeah. So I was, I was really getting into that, but I was finding that as I was increasing my weight, the bar was just out a little bit too much and it was bothering my back. So what yeah. I did, and I, I think I told Brad, I switched to the hex bar. Yep. Oh, now wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I, I understand that it's a little bit higher of a pull. You know, your, your hands are, because I'm using the one with it's the raised squat. It's a squat. You're not getting the erector work that you were getting with the, uh, with the, the straight bar man rip i agree to a certain degree now what what i'm finding though is my back feels so much better and i'm getting (laughs) stronger so much stronger so much faster and i just feel like it's a lot safer try sumo. my condition we'll try sumo with elevated blocks i mean i hate when you get away from the bar because it's probably one little thing you know if that bar is out in front of you then when you're down at the bar now think about I'm, I'm activating my lats and keeping that bar close. So shrug back and activate your lats, and the bar will not leave your shin. And have, you just, Dr. Yeah. Ryan, have Dr. Ryan Chow tell him. That's right. Then listen. But there's just so many benefits of the deadlift. There's so many benefits, even if it's 135. There's so many benefits of the deadlift. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the thing I didn't like about the hex bar is that when you broke it from the platform, it's like whoa, whoa, the back and forth. Yeah, the, and that's and that it's worse sweat. on your back. That's the why sweat. it's worse in the long run whoa, is because whoa. of the movement well, of the bar. Listen, we always talk about contrast, JP, right? I'm not listening. I, I, listen, I, JP, I say I'm listening I mean, to you guys. You're loving it. I think because yeah. you're getting traction with it, keep keep using it. Absolutely. Yeah, I would right. train my low back. It's like I, it's yeah. I, I would too, but it's like finding a hack squat machine that's perfect, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's like even if you don't do hack squats, oh man, this is just, I get such great contraction. Right? Well, it's very you know, similar. To do that. Well, but I'm telling go two, you, don't go two poundage crazy though. Well, I'm telling you, for and there's a lot of people out there listening that probably have back problems. But if you've never tried the the hex bar, and by the way, you can use the hex bar without the elevated handles to it, so it has the same pull height as a regular Olympic bar. Right. Well, I assume so, that's what you're using, right? I'm using the one with the elevated handles. So work, work, work your way down over time. It's yes. It's a squat. To the, to the lower like I understand. That's okay, Jim. We get it. It's squat, but that's okay. We're going to let him do squats. You yeah, but I, I mean? want him, then I want him to work I, his okay. low back. I want well, him to work. Have Dr. Ryan Chow tell him to. And then Jim, but my back, my back is getting so much stronger and it feels better. He might be able to do deadlifts after a bunch of hex bar stuff, Jim. Okay. Actually, I I kind of feel like I'm shoring up my my back my I'm I'm shoring up the structure around my spine to support my spine, so that perhaps yes I can get back into the straight bar again, and be much better off. So I could try that too. 
you're getting back work you would not have gotten right without doing you're it your lats too right yeah spread those lats brother you're training yeah. your lats out. i'm using the same exact form you know as i'm doing these i've got gillingham's commands and speed and and all that stuff he says you know running through my head so uh i'll give i'll give you one yeah i'm going to ask him if he has lifting straps he owns an equipment distribution company gets you have lifting straps right i have them but i haven't Strap used them in years i'm trying not to well, use them. well we'll break them out this will this would be my gift to you break them out strap up with about i don't know 185 and rep out in the shrug using the hex bar I use that for shrugs too. I love that. But for I'm shrugs. saying take the grip out of the equation. The grip will be the limiting factor in the shrug. Strap up. You can keep shrugging. That back can keep shrugging long after your grip gives out. I don't want to yeah. put my shrugs about. I don't want to turn my shrugs into a grip exercise. Right. Right. The grip is a weak link. I don't. You're care. exactly right. But I don't. But you see, I don't care. Yeah. Strap in. No. Let me. Uh, you know, I don't have to worry about, oh, they're, you know, my competition. Right. Yeah. No, uh, I'm agreeing with you. I'm good. saying you can't yeah. get to your traps if your grip gives out. So we're, we're strapped when you do strap. But that, yeah, and the, you know, one set to failure with that, I call that the Kirk shrug. One set to failure with that. Now, Kirk didn't use straps because he was trying to build his grip. One set to failure with that, it's all the trap work you'll need for a week. I mean, you're trying. I agree. Always put and, it at the end. Always make it the last thing you. Yeah, do. and what I like about that hex bar is it gives you that neutral grip, like you you would have using dumbbells, and uh, you get that, that great contraction. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, I I don't uh, I don't do the uh, the dumbbell shrug so much anymore because it's such a pain in the the butt trying to lean over and you know pick up the you know it's just easier on my back for the to to use the hex bar so. you know what else you could do for traps and this is uh this is what i do now for for traps is i lay on an incline bench with the dumbbells in my hands i strap up so i think oh, i yeah. did the 90s yesterday and i was doing sets of 12 and Forward just keep your arms straight and shrug wait, back wait, 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 wait. are you lying face up or face down facing, face down facing the bench yeah Yes, face down, because people don't realize if you look at anatomy chart, those traps go way down, right? And so when you do those shrugs and you shrug back, you're getting that whole trap, you know, and you know, it minimizes the stress of your low back and you can go a little lighter than you would with standing shrugs, you know, and people you know, do shrugs wrong. People roll their shoulders and oh. do it. it's straight up and you want to think about your your traps hitting the back of your ears you squeeze it there's so many times there jim how many times have you seen people doing shrugs where their their side delts are going nowhere they're not lifting they're not they're stationary and they're doing shrugs right right yeah a lot i saw uh, i saw dorian at his peak and in fact i uh, we did a photo shoot i saw him i sat in the front row of the olympia the night he won and then the next day we did a photo shoot with Weeder. so i was there and i got to do a muscle and fitness article on back training right his mid back is like yes. you were talking about jim is it how the traps go way down yes. in the erectors yes. his middle section of his traps were like freaky big and it was from those 70 degree bent over rows 
and it stuck out. It, it, yes. It's like a mound of this different part of his back. Yes. 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 Jim, Ronnie Coleman, Wright. too. Ron, Jim, Wright, Jim Wright said, uh, Dorian's the only guy, he said, he lats are so big, they just hang there like slabs of meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're right, though, because there's a there's ways to, to target that that upper back and he obviously was doing it i mean those heavy deadlifts too man those heavy deadlifts even oh, when yeah. you just hold heavy weight in your hands your traps are working you know oh and, absolutely oh, yeah. well i i've recently and again this is getting off subject but, but and, um, uh, i recently added back in power planes wow that's yeah, great but, man but really light really light and really precise yeah Two, no more than two to three rep sets. Probably should only do two reps. I'm actually doing three. But uh, yeah, it's um, well. You feel athletic when you do it. That's the thing. Uh, you, yeah. And you have to be egoless. Like I start with less than 135. See, everybody wants to start with 135. Yeah, yeah. That's too much for me. Yeah. Now. So I start with a little tens and okay. just take little tiny jumps. Don't even pay attention to the poundage. Right. So I get to a set where the third rep slows down, I'm done. Yep, that's great. And wherever that ends, that's fine. Yep. And then I'll come back at it later. You don't have to take a whole week off of the power clean because it's not a, it's not a 400 pound lift. It's, you know, it's a 150 pound lift, right? Yeah, and, and there's the momentum is so great yeah. that you could train them every day, actually. Yeah, I would not suggest power cleans for you, JP, but um, it's just interesting how you can hit certain exercises that you just connect with yeah right well you, it's have, to, you yep. have to ride them ride them for all they're worth while they're producing results but be aware that at some point it's going to dry off no matter how no matter what the mode is no matter what the tool is no matter how sophisticated it is at some point the results are going to dry up and that's when we institute something of significant contrast which is really what we're talking about today how can we contrast that on new year's Boom, yeah. right one way or the other and you know with that philosophy marty and the, with the lightweight and just the athleticism of it you could do yeah. some hang snatches too you know when your power clean starts to hit it do some light hang snatches man you talk about feeling oh, I love this. I, I, that used to be my lift yeah I did uh, two, 295 for a triple in high school. Woo. Yeah, baby. Bill Starr told me, you should be able to snatch that. He's like, no, not on, not on planet Earth. Bill Starr, the man. Maybe on the moon. Yeah. But no, I like that, man. I think that's great. I think any of that three, stuff is great. Three prongs, nutrition, resistance training, cardio. Have a plan within each. Having a plan within each creates an overarching plan. Mm -hmm. Going into the holidays, let's, how many weeks we got, JP? I think five, four. One before Thanksgiving and then four. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, right, 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 yeah, right. So just, just tighten up this week. Uh, you know, stuff your face on Thanksgiving Day, but the next day, get back on the wagon. Yeah. And you got to have yeah. that, that turkey and stuffing and cranberry sandwich Thanksgiving yeah. night. Thanksgiving hey, you night. Don't, yeah, have a good time. You don't want to be known oh, as absolutely. a Tupperware guy. Yeah, oh, Michael and I, Jim? My Uncle Michael and I used to sit in the living room. I was just a little kid. And he'd say, Don, you know, to my dad, he'd say, make one of those sandwiches that you make, you know, and he'd get <laughs> turkey. And we'd have these huge overstuffed 
gravy, stuffing, cranberry. Oh, it's so good. Stop. You're making me hungry. I know, dude. Those are so good. <laughs> and from dark meat. Oh, yeah. Well, they, man, we were just so happy to have it. Yeah, it was great. Jim, yeah. Jim, you know what I saw on uh, Yahoo yesterday? I saw that Reese's came out with a, uh, a pie. And it's like a big peanut butter cup. It's a whole That'd pie. Be too much, man. That'd be too, but you have some vanilla ice cream. Is that crazy or what? Now, where can you get this? <laughs> no, it's funny. They said they sold out in like a few minutes. Dude, insulin coma. I would be. Jim probably guy. ordered half of them. Oh, oh, I shouldn't tell this on myself. Chuck Miller will tell this story on me. I dieted down so hard for a competition. Chuck was with me. And then I ate a bunch of cheesecake and fell yeah. flat on my ass. I went into like insulin shock. Really? Yes. Yes. It tasted so good, Jim. <laughs> You're dieting down. So, I, I forget what weight class. Oh, I had dieted so hard to make it. Somebody had a big ass perfect cheesecake. Oh. I took the first bite. I went, oh my God, this is the yes. greatest thing yes. I've ever tasted. Yeah. And I had a man way too much. I walked out of that room like, oh, I'm dizzy. Bang, right on my ass. Wow. Chuck was, Chuck was freaking out. He's going, oh my God, he's going to die. He's going to give you mouth to mouth. You know, when, <laughs> I, when I did a show in, in Florida one time, afterwards, uh, my wife and I ate so much sushi that the, the waiter asked us if he could take a picture of the receipt. <laughs> of the bill Because it was $300 some dollars. I, I oh. ate until I, I mean, just for the two of you? Beyonce. Beyonce. You know, and I did throw up. And then I went to the bar and they had chocolate cake. I had chocolate cake. I threw up. I threw up and then ordered room service um, Sunday. I ordered a Sunday that night also. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Boy, the I life of Jimmy Steele. The next day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you spend the whole day on the toilet, man. Can, can we finish up with just one thing? I, I just want to say, and we started touching on this, but. Um, you know, you can implement these plans for resistance training, cardio, nutrition, all that, but don't forget about your habits. You gotta, you gotta try to change your, your day-to-day -day habits around. You gotta look at who you're surrounding yourself with and, you know, are they a bad influence on you? I mean, if you're really serious, I mean, you've, you've got to tighten everything uh, up from, from pretty much, you know, the full circle, Otherwise, you're just going to make it uh, so much harder on yourself to uh, to uh, reach your goals. Yep. Um, you know, and, you know, that comes down to things like even, uh, you know, what what time you going to bed, what time you getting up, you know, how bad do you want to achieve your goals? Well, it's 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 not just pick and choose. It's a it's a lifestyle. It's a it's a whole thing. And if you're willing to do that and put in the effort, you will see the results and then you will have the motivation to keep going forward. When you guys agree? No, I totally oh, agree. Definitely. Yep. I'm still thinking about that Reese's pie. It'd be too I much. Am. It would be too yeah, much. Now, you, you, you got the wrong guy. I'm the guy who's more likely to do that than steal. He doesn't even like sweets. You would drink whiskey with that pie is what you would do. So, what's your, what, so yeah. what's, your point, what's your point? <laughs> Oh, you don't drink whiskey with pie, JP? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I hate alcohol with sweets. I can't stand it. Now you're right. I don't even know. Yeah, well, you didn't, mm. you, didn't, you didn't grow up in a family of Irish coal miners. No, but I was over there where you're at. I know. 
Well, you're, you're, uh, you were one of the few of your family that escaped. I mean, you showed me pictures of your, what was it, your father in the bar with the horse, feeding the horse a, a, a beer? What was that? That was my grandfather in 1947, oh, Thermont, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And I grew, it's funny, I grew up with this, him telling me this story. Hey, one night we, you know, it was Halloween. We brought, I brought these uh, two workhorses into the bar. And well, he didn't have any proof or anything. I didn't, I, I, you know, all I could do was assume he was telling the truth. And I heard that many times he passed away. My uncle sent me the picture. It was in the paper, 1947, Halloween night, Halloween gag. It said 1947. And there's, there's my grandfather. In fact, if you go to my Facebook page, it's, it's the, um, the header picture at the top. It's him holding these two workhorses in that bar and every, all the kids are dressed up for Halloween and uh, everybody's having a great time. It's so funny. I have the newspaper article and all that. So I suspect alcohol was involved. Lots. Yes. (laughs) My, my, my pap, he was a a drinker for sure. Yep. So anyway, pretty good, right? Yeah, I had a few more scenarios, but that's okay. We'll get to them next time. Um, uh, I also want to say again, you know, if you enjoy our podcast, we'd really appreciate if everyone shared the link, put on social media, uh, get get the uh, link out there for us, uh, let people know about the podcast. We got a lot of great information on here most of the time. Um, and leave us a review too. We need to get as many reviews as we can. Uh, preferably not one bad in, ones. Are we still number one in Luxembourg? I, I believe so, but you know we're working Luxembourg. hard to keep that position. We need to do a remote from Luxembourg. Yeah, well we will. Marty, we'll get the beer over there. Isn't it beer? Uh, in Luxembourg? We we just got to get our visas in order. We, we might um, affect. <laughs> uh, check out Marty's weekly column, Raw with Marty Gallagher at IronCompany.com. You can find his latest article, Mental Flexibility and Neuroplasticity, on our website now. And uh, make sure you also check him out at Instagram, on Instagram, at the Marty Gallagher. You know what's terrible is when you write an article on neuroplasticity and you can't remember writing it. (laughs) Your neuroplasticity is not there. (laughs) Uh, Right. I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then... Uh, you can also check out Stacy Gallagher's website at yes. uh, functional-strength.org. Yes. She's got tons of growing information on there, articles and different things that we don't have on our site. So check that out. Um, visit ironcompany.com for all your strength equipment, free weights, gym flooring, cardio equipment, and more. And make sure especially this week, sign up for our newsletter. Just go to our website, go to the bottom and uh, put your email address in there. We've got um, some big savings coming up for Black Friday through <clears throat> Cyber Monday. So that's coming up next week. And then, of course, last but not least at all whatsoever is uh, Jim Steele articles can be found at our on our article section at Iron Company, his latest article, my competitive bodybuilding experience is up now. We just put it up today. Up so today. go check yeah. that out. Yeah. And uh, more importantly, my son James is 15, won the world junior duck calling championships. Number nice. one. Nice. Last weekend in Maryland. 
and uh, have him come on here and do that for us one yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, he'll, he'll do it. Oh, he'll and then, it. and then we'll try to do it. So they're putting out an official <laughs> duck call with his signature lasered on it, the world champion. Duck right. So, okay. so that was a. Uh, that was a countrywide thing living, or what? Living his living his mansion, right? Yeah, that's like a worldwide the, thing. So like last year, oh, two thing. years ago before COVID, the kid from a kid from New Zealand won it. And uh this year, a kid from South Jersey won it. <laughs> James. So uh yeah, we went down wow. to Waterfowl Festival, man. It was great. Guns everywhere, alcohol can't we do everywhere, some sort of freaking camo of, everywhere. It was wonderful. Can't you do some sort of duck dynasty thing? And can't we like dude? We could do a reality show. Off this? Yeah, how can we monetize that? Yes. <laughs> a reality show, me yelling at my kids. How can we exploit your 15-year-old son? Right. Yeah, I'm just riding his coattails. We're going hunting Saturday. <laughs> We're going to Arkansas in January. Oh, Arkansas. Oh yeah. wow, that's cool. Yeah, man. Just because he won, you know, people want to be around. Well, he's, now he's get to defend his title. Yep. He's he's the he's the Kurt Krawoski of duck calling. <laughs> yeah, they've never had this. <laughs> this calling time, company huh? is Marty is out of Arkansas. I forgot. To, I'll find you the town. Yeah, yeah. Let me his know. Calling company. Hopefully, so they, hopefully it's, it's over there in um, uh, Hot Springs. I think we're going to be hunting the rice nice. fields rice fields and stuff uh how, how much time does he spend doing that like on a oh, daily basis i mean hours and hours hours and hours and fortunately now we live out in the country so i can say you know go outside but we were in a little house in the in oh boy we used to live i mean or in I'd the car go in the bathroom <laughs> downstairs shut the door hide in the corner because you know after a while you're just like why am i so irritable right now three hours straight a duck calling that'll make you irritable as hell man wow yeah well does he do that in the car when you guys are all going somewhere you know jp it's so loud you can't it's like a gunshot it is so loud man have him make sure he does that at the uh dinner table at thanksgiving yeah it's uh during the whole meal all right oh and your website bossbarbell.com b-a-s barbell.com yeah for duck calls and various All right. duck call stories. Thank you guys. I gotta go eat. <laughs> yeah. All right, boy. I'll talk All to right. you guys later. See All you guys. Right. Bye. See ya. Bye bye.